regular listeners who probably won't hear this, but Craig definitely will. Um... Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the early edition of the Pink Trump. Um, I am joined by Chris and Lauren, and we'll be talking you through what we have to look forward to over the course of the weekend. But as ever, Christopher Greenland, what are you drinking this evening? Or oh my gosh, <laughs> midday even. <laughs> midday, yeah. It's not evening here for another few hours, but mm. I'm glad you started with me because I felt left out last week. So I went and got myself a bottle of Red Press 12 to sip along with you guys one week belated. So that's what I'm enjoying right now, but it's just a short one. Because um, as you said, it is noon and I just finished uh, thrashing my legs on the first half of Ventop. So. so that's the same drink that Lauren had last week. Indeed, yep. It yeah. is. And Lauren, what are you drinking at bit midday PST? I have to go to work. Uh, like basically right as we finish this, I have to bike right to work. So a beer or even whiskey seemed ill-advised. So instead I am doing the next best thing and drinking a sparkling hop tea. So it tastes kind of like beer. It's made with hops. It's delicious. Um, it's from Hoplark. And this one is the sprucey one. Very good. Um, regular listeners will be um, naturally dismayed to find out that I do not have any wine from Aldi this week. However, um, I did find a special offer on Lathwaite's, which is a, um, a UK uh, wine company, um, whereby they gave me 13 bottles of wine and four wine tumblers for £60 that would normally cost £169. So I have plenty of wine, um, but tonight I have a bottle of um, Eden Grove Shiraz, which is quite nice. Um, I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing I've ever had to drink, but um, it's certainly pleasant. Cheers. Cheers. So we, we all know how Chris loves a good hill and loves to hold 3.2 watts per kilo. Chris, how was the hill, and did you hold 3.2 watts per kilo? You know, I knew you were going to ask me that, so I'm logging into Zwift Power right now. <laughs> I haven't looked yet. <laughs> I can only assume that I did. Oh, I, I don't know. I reckon if you're going up a hill, I, I would expect you to be at least, oh, I don't know, two, uh, 3.25, which will naturally, um, if we're talking about one decimal place, round up to 3.3. <laughs> And that's exactly where we were, 3.3. Yep. Very good. Um, <laughs> I am just looking at results myself now. Um, so if a winner did 5.1, perfectly reasonable. Oh, scorekeeper in third place. I saw that. This does yeah. not happen very often. Um, Chris, talk, talk to us about how much you um, you loved the uh, 10 kilometers of Ventop. You know, I've been looking forward to it all week as soon as I heard that that's what was on the schedule for this week. Uh, I just love going up this hill so much, James, and I thank you. <laughs> I thank you for including it, writing in it into the schedule for us, for me, particularly. Um, yeah, aren't, it, it, aren't, aren't, you exceptionally, minutes, right? aren't you exceptionally grateful it was only 10 kilometers and not the whole thing? Well, that, that, mentally, it really helped because you were passing those, the tombstones and it's like 14K to the summit. Like, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. I only got 2K left. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm you turning out the, right the heck out of here. So <laughs> that was nice. 
So for anyone who hasn't looked yet, um, Herd Winter Racing this weekend is the first 10 kilometers of Ventop, which I think is about 19 in total. Um, which means that actually the, the start is actually not that hilly until you get to probably five kilometers <laughs> where it's basically 10% and the rest for until you finish, really. Um, so it's, it's basically a hill. Um, and it's a hill from the very start and it's a hill at the very finish. So basically all you have is hill for 40 minutes, Chris. Yeah, about 40 for me. You had yep. that little dip um, after you've climbed for a little bit. That little dip is about the halfway mark. Yeah. So after that, you just have 13, 14% steady to look forward to for five straight K until you hit the, I always say it looks like a courtyard by Marriott right on the hill there, where, about <laughs> where the, the finish line banner is. So once you hit that, you can just check in and, and get free continental breakfast and then take the hill down. Excellent. Oh, um, so um, how, how many times this weekend are you going to be doing it? Um, Put another six to go? Yeah, I'm doing all seven of them. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought you would. I mean, obviously, you, you're the sort of person that loves hilly races. So, I, I mean, I, I thought um, when, when I realised which week it was, oh, Chris Greenland's going to have a great time. He, he's just going to want to do all of them. Yeah, go ahead and set up just a, a Chris Greenland idiot challenge. GC <laughs> of one of one. Speak, speaking, actually, of uh, Chris Greenland idiot challenges, on the 27th and the 28th of March, we will have the Omnium presented by Herd Racing. Um, which is six events in the space of two days. Um, there are going to be four different time zones. So there'll be events for um, APAC, um, Europe, Eastern Americas, Western Americas, and we will have a sprint race, um, a 10-mile ITT, a hill climb, and then on day two, we'll have a scratch race, and then a points race, which will be... Um, um, FTS points only, so fastest through segment on the Prime in downtown Dolphin. So basically 10 sprints, one every two kilometers. And we will round things off with a three kilometer TT. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I, fun. I, actually think, I actually think it's probably the best idea I've had so far. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm quite pleased about this one. Um, and, and I think it'll be a load of fun for everyone that enters. Um, We'll have four, um, so one, one is over four different time zones. Each time zone will have its own league. Um, you must enter events according to your time zone because you will only score points in that league. So if you do the America's East League for one race and the America's West League for the other, then you will score points for race one in one league, points for race two in the other league, which will be um, far from um, optimum. What do you think there... all four time zones? <laughs> Apparently, um, Cam's going to do that. Um, <laughs> he, well, he, he, dolphin, at least, right? He, he, he was upset there are only six events, so I, um, <laughs> so I let him know he could do all 24 and that'd be fine. Amazing. <laughs> will the, the scoring be um, for everyone or will there be separate women's scoring? Uh, it's going to be mixed. Um, okay. Just because if, if, if we did women's only across four different time zones, the numbers would be so low. Um, yeah. I, I, I would absolutely love to be able to bring out a competitive women's only league. Um, but ba based on the time trial one that we have currently, the, the numbers are still relatively low. Um, so yeah. 
yeah. It, it probably wouldn't be fun. Um, like who wants to turn up to a race with four other people? I usually don't, so that's that's <laughs> fair. Um, it just means that, yeah, on stuff like downtown Dolphin, I may be a little bit disadvantaged with those sprints, but I'll still try. But you will have an advantage on the hill climb, which will, so basically the hill climb event is a lap of Caspat. Um, but the only thing mm. that counts is yep. how fast you go up Petticom. Okay. So cool. swings, swings and roundabouts. Um, and personally, I'm, I'm going to be fairly terrible on the flat route. So <laughs> fist bump, high five, etc. Yeah. Is this open cat? Or is this... Uh, no, it's going to be A to D. Okay, um, cool. I, I was originally thinking about doing it as a, um, a club championships, but I want to open it up to the wider Zwift universe just because um, I want it to be category-based so that our Ds aren't disadvantaged. But if I did open cat across four different time zones, I think the numbers would have been really low um, mm. if it was just heard. So... Um, I'm going to open it up to um, anyone that wants to join in. Um, I know um, SDW, the likes of um, Julian Fussell, are well up for it, um, as are a couple other groups as well. And I'm sure we, we, we won't have to persuade the likes of um, OTR and Dirt to join in. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> yeah, that, that they are like up for it 24-7. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hoping we get a decent turnout. Well, should we talk about? Um, shall we talk about what other things we have to look forward to? So, on the crazy spreadsheet with various blacked sections, um, what we're we doing? We're doing Ventop. So, after Ventop, we have in the Mountain Goats. Oh, um, it's a brand new series for Herd of Mountain Goats, um, and we've changed things from ten races, where there'll be five different routes that are repeated twice. And I have set a schedule for 12 courses, each of which is a summit finish. So Chris Greenland mm. is going to be well up for this. Um, and I'm currently going through a process of trying to work out how long these routes are. Um, I, I, I've now done Surrey Hills twice in the last two days to try and work out where the finish line is going to be. <laughs> I wondered. I wondered what that was about. <laughs> yeah. Saw that. Um, so I now know where um, the, so Surrey Hills is Fox, Leaf, Box, Keith, Fox. So um, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh, Surrey Hills route for Mountain Goats is going to be the summit of Keith Hill. Um, however, the first one, which is on Sunday, is going to be the first 10.95 kilometers of the Innsbruck UCI route. So that'll be the summit of the forward KOM in Innsbruck. And as regular listeners will know, we, we do love a bit of Austria. Yep. The Stampede um, on Sunday and Monday is 32.2 kilometers of the Watopia hilly route. I believe, and Sadly, Brent isn't here to make the same mistake. Um, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that will include four KOMs and the finish line will be fairly shortly after you get to the bottom. Wednesday is the Bullseye Points race um, and that will be four laps of the Lutece Express route in Paris. And in terms of the women's series... Um, 
what date is that going to be? It's 12th. Um, so it's um, 10 miles or 16.1 kilometers of the Watopia Hilly Route again. Um, and that will just be two climbs. Yeah. And that'll end you probably, I guess, around about the start of the S's. Maybe. Who, who knows? I mean, realistically, <laughs> the the, uh, the ten and twenty mile TTs. Like part of the fun is trying to fu trying to work out where you're going to finish and finding out how wrong you were, Mister Robinson. Uh, I mean, that was fun in the the ZRL last week. I didn't race it this past week, but I was DSing, and it was like, oh, okay, you're already at the finish. Whoops. Mm. And it was only a little off, but it was definitely a little surprising. Is so that where the finish line was about 200 meters earlier than expected? Yep. Yeah. I still have no idea how or why that happened. <laughs> um, any favorites out of these races coming up? Um, obviously, um, Chris, you're going to be a big fan of the, uh, the hilly route because it's got hills. <laughs> or perhaps Latesse Express because it doesn't. I think that one, Lutes Express for me, I probably, I could even try to do that. I kind of need to practice. Uh, although I guess, is that the same direction as the last CRL race? I'm not sure. So the sprint will depend, but I could still practice my sprinting. It might be good. Lutes Express, um, sprint is downhill. Right. Yes. Then that's the one. Downhill sprints are tougher for me. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. <laughs> Downhill sprints are not tough for Chris Greenland, are they, Chris Greenland? Well, everything's tough for me, but that's a little less tough. <laughs> it's up because it's got an inverse hill. <laughs> Still got the word hill in it, so yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, um, all seriousness speaking, um, out, of, uh, out of those uh, four mixed races, um, are there any that you are particularly looking forward to or shall we say less not looking forward to um no <clears throat> i keep saying i'm going to hop into a bullseye and i haven't yet um and that's a, a pretty good course for me all joking aside so that's the day after zrl which i think i'm going to be able to race this week so i might have little dead legs but might be Sp worth going for ben seeing how you do Sp speak speaking of um zrl it's probably also not one of your favorite routes is not it is not but i had i skipped i sorry i missed the last two weeks so i really let my team down and i just owe it to step back in and actually show up one of these times so i'm gonna i'm gonna do climbers gambit i'm making my um zrl debut on climbers gambit so um nice. kind of excited kind of absolutely um very worried <laughs> um, which team did you sign with um, I'm with a French marmot, um, or marmot, um, or however it's pronounced. Uh, John Bilden, <laughs> if you're listening, please tell me how to pronounce it properly. Otherwise, the, the captain may um, may shoot me. Um, but it's probably the, the only single course in the entire season that's actually even remotely suited to me. Uh, um, Racing in Cat A at 4.02, what's per kilo average, um, is never a particularly happy place to be. Um, mm. So, yeah, um, I'm going to be trying not to finish last. 
Uh, I might actually sort of be trying to finish last because actually I'm a better sprinter than long climber right now. So I'm going to be basically trying to go all out on the sprint and then all out on the short climb and just hanging on until the finish. And I, like Chris, was also out the last two weeks, although that was scheduled. I was off. So this is going to be my first race back in a bit. And so it'll be interesting. I actually really like the short climb. Um, so it's reverse Tyson's Grove, which is basically yeah. <laughs> how how many watts can you hold for two minutes? Yep. Um, and it's it's a very painful two minutes, or maybe two minutes thirty. Um, mm-hmm. But it is basically just thrash yourself and, until you die, um, yep. and, and then hopefully you'll have a little bit of time to recover before we go to the epic reverse. Yes, it's yep. the reverse. Which, which, which is the less easy side, or also known as the harder way. Um, but it probably takes less time. Um, yeah. But it's definitely steeper. Right. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, the, I, I really like the course. I, like, most people know I like anything that ends at the top of a hill. Um, but... I really like this one. Um, it's got two good climbs. Um, Titan Reverse is a great sprinty one. And um, Epic Reverse is, like either way, going up Epic, uh, it's one of my favourites in Swift, just because it's a 20-minute hill. Um, and Swift needs more 20-minute hills, don't they, Stephen Pritchard? I agree. <clears throat> I need to get better at them again, but I agree. It'd be nice to have. Yeah, it's ba- ba- basically an F2P test hill. Yeah, yeah. Chris so, was shaking his head for those who can't see. <laughs> well, Chris, to be fair, Chris um, shakes his head at the word hill. So <laughs> I think we've mentioned um, KOM and hill many times in the last two minutes. So I suspect he's been permanently shaking his head. <laughs> and he, he's now taken his hat off in disgust and, and then I'm about put to it leave back. the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, for anyone on the lighter side, it's going to be a really fun course. For anyone who isn't, it's probably going to be horrible. And I think that's pretty much the best way of summing up ZRL this week. Um, Mm. What else do we have on the agenda? Um, Let's talk bikes. Um, I want to spend between two and three thousand pounds on a gravel bike. Um, in American world, that's probably like twenty-eight hundred to thirty-eight hundred dollars. What should I spend my hard-earned cash on? Lauren, any suggestions? I am such a limited outdoor rider that I'm not the person to ask about this. I might, there were, there were some chatter of gravel bikes in our uh, zone 17 TTT chat. So people are, people are getting into that, but I'm a little bit far behind. I think this is probably definitely one for the, uh, the comments section, um, unless mm. you have anything to add, Mr. Greenland. I do. I was in your exact same situation about a year ago and it came down to what was actually available to purchase. So that really narrowed it down for me. Um, I had ended up kind of going back and forth between Specialized Diverge. And what I ended up with was the Giant Revolt Advanced. I was trying to get the zero with the carbon wheels, but they didn't have them. So I got the two. Um, And 
what I like about the gravel bike, it's, I have two different wheel sets. So I would factor that into your budget as well. So I've got one for, with, with 43 tires, um, and, and, uh, like inserts in them. So a little bit, a little bit heavier, a little bit beefier. If I'm going out for what I know will be a mixed surface ride that requires a little bit wider, a little bit plusher, I'll just throw those wheels on. And if I know it's just a straight road ride, then on go the zips with, uh, with 32s, um, a little bit lighter, a little bit more aero setup, just to make that a little bit more pleasant with lower rolling resistance. So I would say bike and two wheel sets um, should be, should be the package. That's, that's what I would recommend depending on what kind of riding you're planning on doing, of course. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I absolutely had my heart set on a um, Chinali uh, Zodaiko. Um and to be perfectly honest, just because I absolutely loved the paint job, um, mm. it, it was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bike. Um, sadly, they're out of stock and are likely to be out of stock for several months. Um, Stephen Pritchard pointed me in the way of a, a Trek ALR5, um, which, again, has a really nice paint job. Um, can you see <laughs> a theme? Um, so open to other options. Um but yeah, um, the, uh, the Niner MCR, the Magic Carpet Ride with the, the sort of gravel full suspension setup looks interesting hmm. as like truly a do everything bike. It, yeah, It's going to be a little bit heavier because it's got that rear suspension element to it. Mm -hmm. But again, I, I don't know what riding you're planning on doing. If it's something a little bit more. It's probably not that adventurous. It's mainly like um, gravel or road. Uh, so not, not, not properly rugged, um, but mainly like gravel track and a bit of single track as well. Chris, are you, you're doing a, a race that's gravel. Is that correct later this year? Uh, yeah, I'm doing the Belgian Waffle. I'm not okay. racing it. I'm going to ride it and hope Got to it. it, but I'm not racing it. <laughs> okay, okay. Much but like people, <laughs> people do though, I assume, or is that? Oh yeah, okay. it pulls in like, Pete Stadden, I won it last, last year. It'll pull in, like, Ted King attends it, a bunch of ex-pros, even current World Tour pros show up for it. The whole gravel scene is exploding, and that's so, one so, of the So, so what, what is this um, ride strike race you're doing? What's that? Uh, what, what is the ride that you are doing? Uh, it's the Belgian Waffle Ride in San Marcos, which is 45 minutes from my door. Mm. And there's four of them throughout the States. They're just extended mm. multi-surface races so i forget the distance for the full one it's like 200k or something like that with oh wow okay amount of climbing so i'm doing the slightly shorter version of that with not quite as much climbing but still enough that i'm gonna hate it <clears throat> oh why are you not doing the full distance for the full climbing uh because that's insane and i don't need to hate my bike <laughs> I want to have just enough pain to, to make it type two fun. I don't want it to be, you know, throwing my bike off the mountain and quitting. <laughs> to, to be fair, my, my experience has generally been, I don't hate my bike. I just hate my 41 year old body. Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. We're all, we're all right about there. Yeah. I, the chat in zone 17 has kind of convinced me that maybe the next thing I want is a gravel bike because apparently there's good gravel riding up here and I am trying to get outside and ride more. 
So, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I want to do more. I mean, um, obviously, the climate in England is generally not entirely conducive towards going outside because it's either mm -hmm. cold, wet, windy. But there are occasional sunny days. I think we had four last year. Um, <laughs> and actually, that, that's a lie. Um, I, I went out quite a bit in June, May, May and June last year. And I actually had a suntan for the first time in my life, uh, which was a very strange concept. Um, <laughs> but it was also very enjoyable until I managed to um, fall off my bike three times and snap my derailleur um, in entirely oh. entirely separate incidents. So <laughs> um, I, I basically had blood pouring down my knee. And then two kilometers from home, the derailleur just snapped, which was nice. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but other than falling over and really snapping, um, I actually really enjoyed it. So um, I am looking forward to riding something that isn't a um, seventeen kilo hybrid. Um, yeah, and having fun. Uh, we, we've got we've got um, a bunch of really nice gravel tracks around here as well. Um, there's like a um, a twenty mile route down to Chesterfield um with a a, a long um well i say along that there, there, there's a loop around a lake as well um which is good for like lap training which will be nice um especially when it's sunny yeah so look forward to that and new bike ordering day i believe is february 28th so anyone Hi. listening get your suggestions in and I will read all of them with interest. Please include links. And if they look pretty and have nice colors, that's a bonus. Yeah, I was going to say, you noted the paint job on the two you were looking at. What <laughs> uh, colors or schemes were those? Uh, so the uh, Chinali was like um, Italian themed. So it was um, white, um, white, green, and orange, red. Um, is that third color on the Italian flag, red, red or orange? I think it's red. Um, I think it's and red. Had um, yellow bar tape as well. Um, mm. And to be fair, it's the yellow bar tape that sold me. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where, whereas the tracks, um, various different shades of very dark blue and red. Mm. Um, and looked very, very nice. Nice. So paint job, nice bike, two to three thousand pounds. Let me know. <laughs> and Lauren, the, will probably, Lauren will probably be um, taking very close attention as well. Definitely. Yep. Until Sean tells me I don't need another bike. And then I'll tell him that I want another bike. So. Yeah. And, and, and let's, let's be fair. We, we know there's three stages. There's no, we'll see, and yes. Yep. That's but, why uh, I have five jobs, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Shall we talk about anything else or shall we let Lauren go to work? I think we may need to let Lauren go to work. It's possible. Or eat lunch so that I have enough, like, you know, fuel to bike to work. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's let Lauren have lunch, go to work and... Chris, Come back Chris. and record another podcast. <laughs> Indeed. And Chris, Chris can, can continue to daydream about Roots with Hills. <laughs> I love you so much, James. Thank you. <laughs> I, I know you do, mate. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, thank you ever so much for listening and looking forward to hearing your suggestions. And see you again next week or listen to you or you'll listen to me. One of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Um.